everybody, welcome back to Collective Conversations. It is so good to have you back with us. This week, I'm so excited, we have part of the team from Celebrate Recovery joining us, Darren and Stacey Newton, who are the, the directors, and then Valerie Adams is gonna share with you one of our new endeavors that is going on with Celebration Place. It is going to be a great conversation. Make sure you stick around for the whole episode and just take it all in. Well, as we dive into some of the content, I do want to take a second and just let you know there's a story here that you need to go listen to. And if you weren't here for the Thankful series, you need to go back on the YouTube channel. You can find it. It's week four of the Thankful series. Go back and listen to Darren and Stacy talk life. Give you a little background to their heart and all that's going on with Celebrate Recovery. Man, I just encourage you to go back and do that. So how are we doing, everybody? Very good. Good. For the people that don't know, what is Celebrate Recovery? Uh, Celebrate Recovery is about any hurt, habit, or hang-up. And the biggest problem we have is that when you say Celebrate Recovery, you think alcohol and drugs. And that is not the case. Mm -hmm. Only one out of every three people go to Celebrate Recovery because of alcohol and drugs. Mm. So, you know, it's hard to get over that stigma and, you know, just understand it's okay to come in if you have, you know, depression issues or... I don't know, divorce or, you know, maybe childhood abuse or something like that. And I talked to a lot of people, and there's a lot of hurt out there that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with alcohol and drugs. And when you hear all these issues, you think, wow, that kind of like me. That Oh, I, that's like Sister Susie. That's like Cousin Jane. And you don't realize how close it is to your family all the time. All my leaders, I think we started with... Uh, I don't know, what, 40, 45 people when we did a call yeah, it was, five it was, years ago? Mm-hmm. And the folks came in and they, and they said, okay, I'm going to go help all those people down there. Mm-hmm. All these people, we're going to be heroes. We're gonna, they got into the classes and, Val, you can probably tell you, because I think you're one of them. <laughs> but uh, you, you, they come in and they just start looking at themselves and they just say, wait a second, there's way more to this. Celebrate recovery, I would think, is... And I've told Stacy this a couple times, your soft landing place. I mean, it's okay to come down there. It's okay to have an issue. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the end of the world issue. It has to be something that bothers you. One thing I can always say, because when I, I do the newcomers every week, and I tell everybody, because they come in and they think the problem is the worst. Mm. It's always the worst. They could tell a thousand stories and could not surprise me. Mm-hmm. because people come from all different areas and different places, but we all end up there. And the there is the important part, because what are you going to do when you're there? You know, how do you help the person next to you when they're there? And so that's the main thing, and that's what Celebrate Recovery is all about. It's because the the issues aren't the what they're trying to get across. It's the process. Mm-hmm. And that's all about Celebrate Recovery, the process. that Everyone can use the same process to fix whatever hurt, habit, or hang-up they have. Right. And that's the difference. CR becomes a beautiful place to probably dig a little deeper than we would in our spiritual walk because we have to really unpack all aspects of our, of our journey with him. That's correct. Coming in and celebrate with some people because everybody, nobody cares at Celebrate Recovery because everybody has an issue they're working on. It doesn't matter how bad or good it is or in between it doesn't matter when you come there you know there's someone else there with your exact problem yeah. 
And I have a hard time making under, uh, people understand that when they get in there, you're going to find someone that has yeah. exact same issue that you have. I'm a firm believer that the more authentic we are, the more real we get with each other, it gives hope to someone else. Because mm-hmm. often I think in church, we look at other people and we assume the person that's sitting on the two rows up, two rows back, oh, they got it all together. You know, they whatever Jesus did in their life, he didn't do for me. And the reality is if we'd get authentic, mm-hmm. we'd get to see the journey that we're on, good, bad, and ugly. And I think it gives hope to someone else because they're going, okay, that person has been through what I've been through and they're still following Jesus. So I can. Right. There's hope in that. So I I hear you on that. What are, what are some other misconceptions that you feel like people walk into? Well, I, I'm, I, no, I'll take that back. They haven't walked into. What are misconceptions people have about CR that you've heard, that you've encountered, that's keeping them from walking into Celebrate Recovery? I think, and I'll, I'll uh, jump on in to add to what Darren said, it is that when you hear that recovery word, that it is about the drugs and alcohol, and it, and it really simply isn't the case. I mean, I can tell you stories of, you know, lady step studies that maybe one out of the 10 people sitting in there are dealing with drugs and alcohol, but it's about dealing with stress, anxiety. What I see it as, or maybe what could be helpful, is sometimes in life when we grow up or when we're teenagers or young adults, things happen to us or we may have done things to other people, whatever that looks like, and we carry that baggage into our adulthood, and then that's where we get into troubles with hurts, habits, and hangups, where we pick up alcohol or drugs or shopping or, you know, again, those are just symptoms of what's really going on. And unless and until we work through and deal with and heal from the things that have happened to us or the things we've done in life, we're just going to keep carrying that baggage. Mm -hmm. But Celebrate Recovery is a great place to work through all that, Mm -hmm. through the large groups, the small groups, talking to people like Darren said, that's where you find those connections where I'm not the only person who's been through this. I'm not the only person who's done this. And it's just it's just a wonderful support group that is solely based about being Christ-like the best that we can. We have good days, we have bad days, right? But just taking that next right step mm-hmm. is so important. I think that misconception that it's not for everybody, it is for everybody, quite frankly. It really is. I, I came along with Darren. He drugged me along kicking and screaming. I was going to help him and you know, I'd heard about all these recovery things he was going to do, and I'd seen him be successful and fail. And okay, I'll go along. Well, little did I know, my issues started when I was about four or five years old, not mm-hmm. twenty-five or twenty-four years old, right? Mm-hmm. But I learned that through working Celebrate Recovery, through working that healing process. And it's difficult. I mean, you don't want to admit your problems, and you don't want to let other people know. So a lot of people just they say, "I don't want to be seen down there." Well, you know what? Be seen. What, what's wrong with that? I'll add to it, too, that Go just ahead. from my own personal experiences, there's that aspect of the denial, um, which is the first step, right? We're, we're denying that we have an issue. And some of it could be it. we really have buried it so deep that we're, we're forgetting or we don't remember that we have it or we think we've, we've talked ourselves into believing that we've gotten over it. That was my experience with the trauma I went through at my my job that I needed, I still needed recovery. I thought I had worked on that stuff. So I think some of it too is just denial of, I, I don't really have anything to take care of. You know, mm. I, I've already dealt with it. Mm. Yep. And then I've had people that, because I, again, I do the newcomers, so I hear all the first timers that come in and they tell me they drove around the parking lot mm. for 
20, 25 minutes, didn't want to come in. Mm-hmm. And, and then when they get in, it's just a bunch of people. Wow, that's a relief, mm-hmm. you know, if you really think of it that way. That, well, I think the, the fear of the unknown right. is pretty powerful. Right. And you throw some anxiety in the mix on that, and you've got a, yeah. you got a combination going that would make you drive around that parking lot 8 million times. I, I imagine there are many people who come in at arm's distance, but based off of so much of what you're saying, they find relationships. And I know there are too many stories to tell, but what are some stories to come to mind of genuine life change where you've seen the fruit, Jesus is working through CR in this person's life. This, this is the avenue he chose to work through to help them experience life more fully in him. There's so many. Um, I can think of a couple that had been going to CR uh, for years and then started coming to ours, struggled through, uh, dealt with infidelities, um, sex addiction, things of that nature. And they each, the couple themselves, came to CR, worked through their own issues, and that marriage is healed and restored, and they're celebrate recovery leaders um, in another city in the state. There's uh, women... I guess I'll go kind of general, but women that have um, survived childhood abuse and really been stuck there and not able to talk about it, be fearful of things, but through Celebrate Recovery, working through a step study, et cetera, they're thriving. And they are, you know, again, not every day is perfect, but but it, it's about healing and working through the things to, to be the best and most Christ-like we can be. I think of another lady who just celebrated five years sober from heroin addiction, and she, you know, didn't have her children with her. She was basically black sheep of the family, you name it, you know, the, you know, the story you can think of with a drug addict, right? Um, now she has her children back. She's been coming for uh, maybe a year and a half, couple of years now, restored relationships with her, you know, mother and, you know, aunts and things of that nature. So, I mean, it's just... It, it's just a beautiful thing when people come, they keep coming back, they keep working the program, and they let God reveal to them what to work on, right? What what they need to work. It might not, it's not about just the drugs, right? It's why did they pick that up in the first place? So, um, you know, like I said, there's just so many stories just to think of them. Val, do you, can you think of any? Comes to mind one who uh, was in an abusive marriage and has survived the divorce from that and is just finding who she is, you know, now she's with this time now that she's been able to work through Celebrate Recovery and work through some of that and coming out of her shell, so to speak. Yeah. Like I've seen a lot of growth there just in the couple of years. I haven't been around it as long as you guys have, but I think of myself and I think of some others who maybe God's revealing different things now. Like maybe the the struggle was earlier in life um, and now we're, we're finding like resolve to that recovery from that and moving on to do other ministries and and to do to be free to do those things now because mm-hmm. we're not tied down to any of that past hurt the stories that come to mind for me are the parents that don't know what to do they're at wit's end because their child is having problems now when i say child they could be 25 it's an adult child yeah but they, they don't know what to do and because they didn't experience it in their life. So it's very unfamiliar with them. So when they understand codependency and how they're actually feeding the problem, 
They don't understand the damage they're doing by just providing money or a car or an apartment. They don't they don't get it. They're just trying to help. I mean, they, their heart's in a great place, but it just does more damage than it should be done. And so when you have a chance to just talk to those folks, say, look, there's a better way. Everybody's story is different, but you come back to the same place. It's a, we all end up here. I think it's good for people to know you don't have to have some huge dramatic story right. to be a part of Celebrate Recovery or to come and, and just participate in the conversation because it's okay that even if you don't have that, that you still have some hurts, habits, and hang ups. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to just come and talk with each other and, and walk that out together. Right. And and why not walk it out with people who are using this curriculum that and their source is Jesus. And, and not to AA, we don't want to take away from AA or NA. Those are good organizations, but we did identify. I mean, they connected to a higher power. We're just telling you, we'll, we'll cut to the chase on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the higher power that is going to be your source is Jesus. And this is a place that allows you not only to walk through those habits, uh, the hangups and the hurts, but it's going to help you walk better with Jesus. And and that matters too. Well, one of the new endeavors that we're doing within Celebrate Recovery is what's called Celebration Place. And Valerie is the one. Uh, do you go more by Valerie or Val? It doesn't matter. Mrs. Adams is the... <laughs> no, okay, so... Hilarious. Ministry to children. Mm-hmm. And it's meeting them at a unique place in their journey because of how life is. But what is, if you could define Celebration Place, let's define it. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, why? Why for you? What was it that God, how did God, God draw you into that? Okay. So Celebration Place is, it's a recovery program for the kids, but it's also pre-covery. It's set up in the same format uh, on purpose to go along with whatever adult brought them, their parent, a grandparent, whatever they're working through, the children are learning those same steps, those same principles of recovery in a way that they can understand you know, explained at their level. And they're going through exercises, we call them centers, where they're kind of experiencing that in a more tactile way, maybe, um, or a more fun way, too. Yeah. Um, so it's it's definitely um, uh, scheduled like the adult program is, or the, the same consistency, the same program for the first hour. Um, they have worship like the adults do, a little bit of worship time, and then they have a small group time um, and then lesson and the learning in the centers um, to go along with that. And then we end with the um, serenity prayer, just like the adults do as well. So part of the process of the small group is they have their own personal journal and it has questions on the back of the page. They take that with them every week and it has some questions, some prompts for them to discuss with their parent or the person that brought them about what they learned um, so that they can kind of do that in tandem and parallel that. So that's that's a basic explanation of the program. Yeah, the uh, lesson for the adults is the same lesson the kids are getting mm-hmm. on the same night. Mm-hmm. So she gets the kids' version, and we get the pitch-in-the-head oh, version. So. <laughs> but both could lead to a great follow-up conversation. That's Absolutely. exactly right. You're on the ride home or later the next yes. day or whatever, or throughout the week, actually, if they that's, get through. Yeah, that, That's right. the point. Mm-hmm. Exact point. Well, Valerie, why... Why are you stepping into this role? What is it that happened that you found yourself going, I've got to do this? That's that's a great question. And I think that was a question that Rick really asked when he, when I said I was going to do this, because I am not a kid person, as I call it. Um, 
I've been involved in children's ministry in the past. I've been involved in a lot of ministries in the past. Um, and I had come to a place in my life where it's like, I don't do children's work. It's I love kids, but that's not my gifting, you know. Mm-hmm. However, coming to Celebrate Recovery and, and starting to work through my own issues, um, one of which was being a chronic people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And always, and with that comes perfectionism and wanting to do everything to perfection so that I impress people. And so working through that, God has been working on me with that. Once I recognized we have an issue with our, some of our kids that are coming, uh, they started to act out with each other and the Holy Spirit started to speak to me. So I, I, I had an awareness of the children's program, a celebration place, but didn't know anything about it really. So I started talking to Darren and Stacy and to Pat, some of the other leaders at Celebrate Recovery about the children's program, and and God just really impressed it on my heart that we need to do it. It kind of landed on me, but, you know, I just had God's assurance, like, this is this is what I want you to do. I will equip <laughs> the called. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not calling the equipped, and so that's mm-hmm. exactly how it hit. It's a way that God works in, in different ways that puts things on people's hearts. We've been talking for at least two years mm-hmm. about getting celebra- or Celebration Place started. There's also the landing which is for teenagers, which we started to try a while back and just things didn't work out. There's a whole thing with Celebrate Recovery and working from childhood all the way up to, you know, us old people like me. I asked for volunteers because I was starting to get desperate, I think. I was just saying, man, we got to get this thing started. And Val just came out of nowhere. And when she came up and just, you could tell, you could look in her eye and think, wow, I don't know what happened to you, but you got something going on. If you had asked me to do it, it would have been a hard no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's... It was something else. So, yeah. Not because it's you. But I'm just saying, cause it... No. So this it had is to a, be God. This is a God thing. The help that, you know, children and families and everything else can, can really be big, mm-hmm. you know, and I think we've done a good job of organizing it properly. We've got mm-hmm. the right people. You got like a couple of training, which was good. Going to a correct. summit. Mm-hmm. And so she went for, you know, an entire time there and got all the stuff. So we just really tried to make it right. And I think we're on the right track. We just got to make it known and, and we'll just get people to understand it's okay. And, it, and it's just starting. Uh, yes. I mean, we are not that deep into it. Three weeks in, yeah. Still, man, yeah, it, it sounds like a, a beautiful place. And I don't know that, sort of like we talked about with the uh, connection with CR, some kids have been through stuff that you wish no kid had been through. Mm-hmm. Some kids have grown up in a home where there's been stuff going on that no kid should go through. But there's also just normal life and normal kids who can benefit from this kind of experience. Mm-hmm. And man, we just, the door is open in there. Have you had affirmation of just, yeah, this has been the right step? I mean, definitely each week the kids have been very open to it, which is great because we didn't know like what was going to happen with like a free for all Mm. to now very kind of regimented to some degree. But they've so far been really receptive to it. And a couple of the kids have just felt really comfortable pulling a leader aside and Mm. saying, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. So now you mentioned leaders. Mm -hmm. Do you need more? Always. (laughs) Always. <laughs> Celebrate recovery, celebration place. We always do. But it has been cool to watch how God has, you know, think of that night at the 21 oh, days of prayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell, tell them that story. I'm gonna. <laughs> um, so right before the um, service was going to start, Pastor Keith came up to me and said, hey, do you mind if I have people pray around you for celebration place? Because it was 
the week before it was going to start. I think that was a Thursday or Friday and our first one was coming up. And I said, no, absolutely. I would love that. So we did it. And at the end of the service, after the whole, you know, the prayer thing, and we were all praying on our own and as a group later, and when it ends, the person behind me taps me on the shoulder and she says, hey, are you the one that's going to be leading that children's program? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, God's been calling me to work with kids, and I think it's time. I think this is what he wants me to do. So I had materials and stuff with me because I'd been making copies, and I showed her everything, and she talked about having had children's ministry experience before. And so I cautiously, like, so do you think you want to be a helper or a teacher? What do, you know, what do you want to do? And she's like, oh, I'll be a teacher. <laughs> and I was just like, thank you, God. Like, just wow. little things like that, God has been really affirming to me, like, yeah, you're on the right track. And as as long as we keep it about him and, and what he wants to do with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's take a few minutes and just continue to wipe away some of the stigma that let's demystify Celebrate Recovery and Celebration Place. Now, if I came, if I walk in, what will I experience? Somebody walk us, walk us through a night at CR. So you'd walk through the doors. Um, usually we have, well, we have a table sitting there with name tags and you're free to put one on, free not. There's a couple of leaders probably sitting behind the table. You should feel warmly greeted. And from six to six 30, we have a fellowship meal, which could be a potluck. It could be pizza, you name it, just whatever our lovely, wonderful volunteers want to bring in and cook. And it's just a nice time to sit and chat and get to know one another. And so you'd be, you know, greeted at the table. We'd welcome you to the meal. And at 630, our large group starts. And that starts with uh, praise and worship music. There's prayer and scripture. Every other week, we have either a lesson or a testimony. And like we've been talking about the lessons, we just started with denial uh, last week to coincide with the with Celebration Place and their denial lesson. So this would be a great time for anybody to walk in and, and, you know, give celebration or celebrate recovery a try because we just started on our first lesson of denial. So again, you'd get a lesson or you'd get a testimony. And that's the first hour, if you will. And then the second hour, we have our small groups. And that is where women break off with women, men with men. And that's where the open share starts. And you're you're talking about uh, things that happen throughout the course of the week. You're talking about the lesson. You're talking about the testimony. Again, that's where you really start getting that understanding that other people have been through the same things you have been through. It's that support group. Sometimes we just listen. We pray with each other. And that's where that healing really, really starts. And so that's that second era. That's from 730 to 830. 830, we wrap up, you know, say our goodbyes, attendees, if you will, that come and have kids. They pick up their kids and and off we go. Now, um, there's also a Celebrate Recovery, uh, a step study. And those are, you've heard us mention those. Those are truly walking through the 12 steps. Again, ladies with ladies, men with men. Anytime there's open sharing, those groups are separated. And that's very purposeful with Celebrate Recovery. But through a 12-step study, you're working with a group of ladies or a group of men through each one of the steps, answering questions about each step. Every person answers around a table. And that's really where you start digging deep and really starting to work on and heal on the things that God is revealing to you. And that could happen on an alternate night of Celebrate Recovery, or it could happen on that same night. So I, th- I think that's it. Did I catch everything? 
I think so. I think I would add too, just in the the small group um, on a typical night, you can go in there and not say anything, right? But your name, you right. know, you don't have to share. That was really huge to me in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I was very quiet in the very beginning, um, and did a lot of listening. But yeah, it's just to take some of that like fear of like, what am I going to have to do? Right. Am I going to have to stand up and say what I do? And no, right. And then two. The first time you come, you would sit in that, that second hour instead of going to the small group, you would go to our newcomers class. If you've never been to a Celebrate Recovery before, and that's typically just one-on-one uh, male leader and female leader with a, with the attendees that come. And that's where we ask, hey, you know what brought you here tonight? And again, there's no pressure to share. But oftentimes, you know, I've led newcomers before. You know, I had a lady who said, Again, like Darren mentioned, driving around the parking lot, she waited 20 minutes before she came inside. And and then she said after, you know, that first hour and then after meeting during newcomers, she told me that it was just the best feeling she ever had to be able to talk to somebody in such a non-judgmental, open, loving, supportive atmosphere. And she keeps coming back. And that's what the program's all about. And my biggest thing on Silver Recovery is that there's no rules. Well, there's rules, but... There's no rules of coming in. You can stay five minutes. You can stay 30 minutes. You can stay an hour. You can stay with a small group. You can do whatever you want. Nobody says anything. There's You don't have to bring anything. All you got to do is just show up. And if that first 10 minutes you think it's the worst thing ever, then nobody's going to say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, We're just, again, we're all working on issues. So you're in the same boat as us. And, and I've had a lot of conversations where people come in for that 10 minutes and leave because they're scared to death. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, they're back again mm-hmm. and say, hey, I really need to do this. So everybody's different and everybody reacts different to whatever their problems are or whatever and how they have to deal with people in the in the public or whatever. So just if you just come in, you fit in where you want to fit in, whatever's going to do good for you. That's mm-hmm. It's all about just people getting better. That's it. Yeah. We all need a space and a place. Yep. And the great thing about the newcomer thing, it's quick, easy, and you say, hey, look, here's what we have a video to show. shows all the breakdown of Celebrate Recovery, so you know what to expect if you come back again, which is kind of nice because nobody likes the unknown. Uh, I know it, Val, Val, I'm going to say Val this time. Val, Mrs. Adams. Um, you already walked through some of the details, but take us real quickly again through that flow for kids at Celebration Place. So we uh, start checking the kids in around 6.15 because we figure the parents want to get, you know, them acclimated before they head into their session at 6.30. So we give them our lesson thing is very timed out. They've got 15 minutes of free play. But if they're coming in at quarter after, they get end up with a half an hour of kind of just a little bit of free play. And we go into the program, which there are slides and videos of the worship songs. So we're learning new songs. I'm singing along with the video for three songs and then we get their journals out and they mark in their journals and we do the lesson and then we do the centers that are around the lesson and it can be anything from making a mask on a paper plate um, with a smile or a frown or whatever on it to um, all of us standing around a blanket and having a ball on there and trying to roll the ball to each other so a lot of different things for the lesson and then uh, they're back into their journals a little bit, and they can write down answers to questions from the lesson and then prayer requests that they might have. Um, and then we close that out with the serenity prayer. And then the rest of the time, um, it's free play, but we've also brought like some games in and some crafts in that we try to engage them 
the uh, celebration place is only for the first hour, and then it turns more into you know childcare. Right, so right. If you really wanted to just come in and check it out, bring your child in, and you come or the parent come over and you know sing some songs and worship for a little while and check it out for an hour, and then go from there. I mean, it's all about right. And I it, you know I know it's difficult to just come into something new and just do it, but that's a great option if you just want to. Hey, let me just have my kid over here and I'm going to go over here and see what this is. There's no pressure to say, you know, two or three hours or whatever. Just come right, right. and mm-hmm. do it together. Well, this is just the first part of our conversation about Celebrate Recovery. I'm going to invite you to come back to our next episode where we're going to dive a little bit more into understanding some of the why behind uh, Celebration Place. But as well, I want you to hear from the heart of the leaders um, because it's, it's, it's one thing to lead. But there's always a why behind that. And I want you to come back in our next episode. And we're going to talk here from uh, the three around the table of just how Celebrate Recovery has impacted them as well. Thanks for joining us today. I hope this opens your heart and mind a little more to Celebrate Recovery. And I know some of you, you've been thinking about it. It's time. It's time. Tuesday night, you need to be there. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. We'll see you next week.